Answering, thank you. We, Hevra, we're back again to start fresh. We're opening the first page to begin Bereshis. And I certainly want to learn the first psukim, the first few psukim with, with the Hevra. I want to share something, a gift, that I feel I, I, I was zeichet to a gift on Shmini Atzeris. Thoughts are funny that thoughts are a gift from Hashem. Thoughts, if you think about thoughts, that will make you dizzy, but thoughts are a gift from Hashem. Sometimes you set in motion a pattern of thoughts with a kasha, a teretz, and you start a pattern of thoughts. I was during Shmanesre and Hashem gave me a Shmini Atzeris thought that moved me and I want to share it with you. I feel that transitioning. We were Zaycha, many of us have a, as a Chevra were Zaycha Yom Kippur to daven together. Then the days of Sukkot, the elevated days to sing Halal together, to shake the Dalad Minim together. Hashanah Rabbah to call out Hashanah to Hashem, to walk around the, 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 this, this Bima here many times. Beautiful davening where Yankov Metz led. Culminating in a Shmini Atzeres, a Simchas Torah that was otherworldly, literally otherworldly. So it's definitely now we're in, we start the fall, the, the winter days, and we're walking away from beautiful elevated season. I want to share something that maybe can give, it, it's been mechazik me, it's already in the two short days. Since the Chag, it's, it's, I feel like it's still with me. This vart, I want to share with you, Yisrael. Shmini Atzeris, a gift that we just had, a day celebrating the 21 previous days. It's well known, the words of the Svas Emes, Ach Sameach, the Gemara says, Ach Sameach, Shmini Atzeris, and Ach is Chaf Aleph. And it represents what the Marshan Bechayr Stavches calls the Chaf Aleph Yemei Alibon, the 21 days of purity from Rosh Hashanah through Aishana Rabbah. Ach, after those 21 days, Sameach, we have Simcha. We learn together on Yantiv the words of the Grah. Oiz, Oiz is Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur Hashem Oiz Lama Yitai, we got Lucha Yishniyos. Vahadar, beauty. Klal Yisrael gets Yom Kippur and gets Sukkot. And then they explode the Yom Kippur, the last day of the whole Chags, tremendous happiness and laughter, the Gras says. So Shmini Atzeres celebrates the joy of the Chaf Aleph Yom the Lashenach and Agila v'Nismicha, we have a tremendous joy. Bach Chaf Beis on the twenty-second days after the twenty-one days of Libun, day number twenty-two, tremendous, tremendous joy. So Shmini Atzeres celebrates the joy of purity, and during Shman Esrei, I'm davening Shman Esrei, and all of a sudden a thought like pops in my mind. Let's say somebody like was in a coma and woke up, Shmini Atzeris. It's like, just wait for next year. 
You're not Shaykh to Shmini Atzeres. The joy, you didn't have Rosh Hashanah, not a Shana rapper, not, you didn't shake the Lulavs, you didn't have the Chafal, so no Shmini Atzeres. Somebody's Megayer, Erev Shmini Atzeres, so you wait. You wait next year, Shmini Atzeres, the Simcha of the 21 days. What about somebody who, who blew the 21 days? So what does Shmini Atzeres say to them? There's a Chag called Shmini Atzeres. Does it talk to one who didn't have the 21 days? Does it say anything? It's the celebration of the great purification. Did the person, no, there's a Tanai, Yom Kippur, certainly. But we paskin l'shavim. Let's say a guy wasn't shavim. No Shmini Atzeres. There's a little asterisk next to the Chag. Art scroll, somebody should tell them to edit. Asterisk. If, <laughs> if not, then. It's a tough thought. The, the celebration of the 21 days. It was during Shmanestra, I had this like, this like question. And something occurred to me that in two days since Yamtiv, it, it stayed with me. I was zeicher to do yesterday to do six and a half hours of interviews to Yeshiva. That's what there was a lot of interviews, many interviews. Right, Brownstein set up back to back, and I saw each guy different because of this thought during Shmonesi. I promise, in a practical way, I looked at a guy different. Every single guy in the room to me right now, every single friend, Yisrael, you look different because of this thought right now. Right now, I'm looking at you, Reb Chaim. Different because of this thought. This minute. I don't know how long it will last, but I want to share this with you. And what I want to say, I asked my Rebbe, I called my Rebbe, to ask him if I have a right to say it. And he didn't just agree, he supported it with further ideas. And this came during Shmanesi like a gift from Hashem, a gift from God. And what I chapped is, we're a chevra, we all like learning Musa, we like working on ourselves. We're hidden, you don't have to be a Baal Musa, we're human beings. We want to work on ourselves to be more godly, to improve, to fix up. Deeper than it, past all our fixing ups. Who are we? Who are we? We're an Ishama that came down, that's, that's royal, that's precious, that's fire, that's holy, that's powerful. That's who we are. Past all the fixing up, after all the chafal of yayim, is the day of Ach Sameach, you and I. Ikvi imi yayim echad, klal Yisrael, shaykhis with me. There are no mitzvah shmini it's a place of our existence. Aniva Hashem. That place exists if you literally were in a coma for 21 days. It's a truth. Admittedly, if work was not done on the 21 days, it will be harder to access that place. We have built walls. We have built all different attitudes and all different blockages between us and that reality. But there's a reality of who we are, this, this soul, this fiery soul. 
this unique and fiery soul. That's a reality of who we are, of what we're about, this fire, this beautiful, lofty being, this tremendous being. That's a reality of Elikaina Shaman Shinasata Bitairai. Shminiatseris is true no matter what you did for 21 days. Of course, there's a process to access, to come to that place of Anivata, to feel and to experience it. So the more we've done the work on the 21 days, the more we'll experience the Simch of Shminiatseris. What Shmini Atzeris is speaks to a guy who wakes up from a coma on Shmini Atzeris. It talks and says something to the human being, no matter what he's done for 21 days. It has a message that can literally eternally change his life. How much he can access it and experience it, of course, the days before of purification, of those things that are mavdil between us, those walls, those external things, those, that dirtiness that, we, that, that, that has gotten on, and, we, and the washing it off allows the Shemini Atzeris to, to shine, to experience it in its fullness. But it's a truth what, no matter what happened before. So much... Was it worth it's worth tremendous amounts. It alone, it alone, a Shmini Atzeris alone has the power to transform a person. If a person wasn't changed, great, great, great people have written that they've seen people change more from Simchas Torah than all the days before. And there's a reason. Shmini Atzeris contains in it a power, the sense of who I am, that runs deep in a person, that alone, that Shmini Atzeris, has a powerful ability to transform a person. That alone, that pure fact of the, the, the beauty and the specialness, Be'etzem, Be'mahusa Yiviyid, is Shmini Atzeris, Ani Ikvi Imi Yaymechad, I want you, you're Shaykh to me, you're Miyochid to me, you and I, a Yichud with Hashem, is a massively powerful experience, that Yediyah, our chinuch would change our entire approach if we looked at a person like that. There's work to be done for us all. But if we approach, you never have to breathe ruchnius into somebody. You never have to put a soul in a person. There's end of The person is a fiery soul. To access it, to allow them to flourish in an environment that brings that out. There's a soul that's there, a precious, powerful, sincere, fiery neshama that's there, very stark. You don't got to breathe rochnius. Of course, it, you, you would almost be much more spend time understanding it and admiring it and helping it come out in its beautiful way, but that it is that, a precious soul. We are precious neshamas with a mission that let it, let it do its job. Unleash yourself to what you're supposed to be, to what we are. 
That aspect is Shmini Atzeris. And I wanted to share that with the Chevra. I think that matters a lot. I don't think it limits work and Averis Hamavdil in this work. It's the beautiful part of our lives. Even to live with that is a responsibility and it gives opportunity each one of us to bring out, to let the Kiddush Shemayim that we are, that we could be, that, we, that, we, that, we, that our essence is, to allow it to flourish in its unique station, in its unique way. I wanted to share that Shmini Atzeres thought. I think we could bring that forward in powerful ways into our own lives, in the areas and the places that we, can, that we can affect and impact. I think how we see others and how we see other people, just how we look at them and who they are and what they are can affect a lot. So I wanted to share this thought. When we start Sefer Beratius, Anybody who starts Sefer Bereshis, I literally picked it up on the Yomtev and started Bereshis. And you notice something that, that's, that's wild. I don't know, I challenge anybody here with computers you can check. Do you know 12 Sukkim in a row that say Hashem's name like this? Bereshis Baro Kim, Pasuk 1. Pasuk 2, V'ruach Eloikim, Rachef HaSalmayim. Pasuk 3, V'yoymer Eloikim. Pasuk 4, V'yar Eloikim. Pasuk 5, V'yikr Eloikim. Pasuk 6, V'yoymer Eloikim. Pasuk 7, V'yas Eloikim. Pasuk 8, V'yikr Eloikim. You guessed the Pasuk 9, V'yoymer Eloikim. Pasuk 10, V'yikr Eloikim. Pasuk 11, V'yoymer Eloikim. Pasuk 12... Vayar Elohim, twelve psukim in a row. The first twelve psukim, Elohim, 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 Elohim. It's Elohim midas hadin. That was the machshavri shayin olivre itself midas Elohim. Twelve psukim in a row. Then takes the first break. Vayar veivayke yom shlishi. Doesn't say Hashem's name. And then back again. Vayoymer Elohim in the fourteenth pasuk. We have thirteen out of fourteen psukim. That is Elohim. And I want to suggest something as follows. Fascinating. I don't think that's typical in the Torah over and over. And each Pasuk, Hashem's name, repeated. And in the way of writing it, it would easily just say many of the places, it, could, it says, Vayomer, you don't need to repeat again, Vayomer Elohim. You say, Vayar Elohim Kitoiv, Hashem saw that it is good. And he said, the he, the subject has long been declared. Yet it says, So they're, they're extra psukim. It doesn't need to say Hashem said. We know the subject. There's only one subject doing all the creating here. And he said, who's he, the one we're talking about? The same one who saw in the Pasuk before, who called two Pesukim ago, who said three Pesukim ago, who called four Pesukim ago, who made five Pesukim ago. And yet each time, What's happening here? Repeating and repeating, Hashem, 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 Hashem. We've discussed here, we've discussed here, and I want to talk about this for a few minutes now. We've discussed that there's a world of angels. And the world of angels is remarkably existent in our lives. Every Shabbos Kodesh, we come home, and on this awesome day of us, the loyalist Hashem, 
announcing and living that Hashem is the Creator, from the first things we do upon entering home, so we say, Shalom Aleichem, Malachei We greet the angels. What's our fascination with angels? Let's say one of your kids says, Dad, do you really believe in angels? Are you like mad at him? Let's say, what's our fascination with the world of angels? Shalom Aleichem, Malachei the Rambam Emeritus says the purpose of the Kruvim in the Kaidish, in the Kaidish Kadashim, we have Kruvim. The Rambam says is to affirm our belief in angels. It's like this big in the Kaidish Kadashim, you need to like establish our belief in angels. Let's say you meet somebody who says, I'm not so into the angels thing. Are you very like, whoa, heresy? He believes in Hashem, he believes in our servant. Angels, he's not. Angels take such a place. It's interesting in the in the Yom and Nairam, So there are places that don't say Machnisei Rachmim. In our shul, we we say that beautiful prayer. We even sing it. We sing the first night Machnisei Rachmim. We ask the prayers Rachamenu. Please, angels who we know exist, go go bring our supplications, Tashem. What's this? What's our fascination with this world of angels? And what I just want to suggest: before a human being came along, there was Hashem, and it's evident every bria, the whole bria, bespoke of Hashem. Everything acknowledges and just lives as Hashem. There's no other choice. That's the world. That's the world of truth. That's all of Nei Hashem. And there comes one human, one creation, the most fascinating creation, and it changes everything. The first sukkim in the Torah before the creation of man, Hashem, 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 twelve sukkim in a row. That's what was evident. That's what there was. That's what there is. That's that's everything. And then there comes the rest of the Torah. Man is created. There's a change. All of a sudden, of course, everything's Hashem. Everything's Hashem. But there comes the possibility of a, crea- of, of a creation that can deny the truth. It has the possibility of living in a darkness. It has the possibility of saying, oh, I don't see, I don't know. There's one creation that has what's called Bechira. It could live Sheker, or it could choose Emes. It could live life, or not, or death. You have a creation that has a possibility not to live life. Not to be Davik Bashem. To not choose life. You have the first creation that can actually decide, are they Mam Hashem Rosh Hashanah? Do we live with loyalty? Do we have Aseris Yimei Tshuva and Yom Kippur? You have the first creation that actually has a question how and has choices and decisions to make. If it, th- this barrier called Adam, if he wants to live with truth, if he wants to acknowledge and see and appreciate the truth. 
And that's our, that's our avoid and our possibility and our opportunity to, with our own choice, to announce that Hashem's the creator of the world. What before we came along was what there was. Every Pasuk, Elikim, 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 Elikim. Now all of a sudden there's the creation of man with his, the possibility and the human being's task to acknowledge and to, to, to acknowledge the world of angels the world of angels that's important is that the ruchnius that we can deny. We can sit in a shul, a guy can talk in shul, he's living a lie. A guy's a liar, talks to shul. He's not breaking a law, he, he also broke a law. You're not allowed to talk by davening. But he's also just living sheker, you know, as if like Hashem's not here. You're lufnei Hashem, there's a bechina that's like true that you're ignoring. And it's true the human being has the capacity to talk and show. It's true. Because he could just, you know, I don't know. He, he, that's the human being. If you want to live Sheker, the human being could live Sheker. The human being can be Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is a day Lufnei Hashem. The human being, if he wants, can ignore reality. There's a reality of Yom Kippur. It's Lufnei Hashem. I have seen, I, any friend I speak to, we're all in shul all day Yom Kippur. And we certainly have tough moments. We have different moments and times different of us. Some people are good at being focused. I had a very difficult time early. I wasn't feeling so well. And then later in the day, I had certain moments of clarity, of, of honesty, of, of, of being very present. And people describe very precious moments, Yom Kippur. That's because of a reality that it's Lufnei Hashem. It's a truth. Now, a human being can ignore reality, can be in the Kaidish Kadashim and, and do it every. A human being, we're created that we can ignore reality. And the opportunity of this never of human being is to, to choose life, to choose to see that which is true, to, cho- to choose to acknowledge and experience that which is true. Abachar described to me his Yom Kippur. A guy who for months we were talking about Amuna questions. I was like wondering what, what could be done, what could, what could be done to strengthen him. He described Yom Kippur. He described Yom Kippur coming into shul very, very late, coming extremely late, looking around. There are people who are having a Yom Kippur. And he got up to the Hashamnus. When he got up to the Hashamnus, so he's about to start Hasham. And he couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. Couldn't bang. Shamni couldn't do it. He started thinking, why can't I look? What's wrong with you? Just bang, you know, clap. He started thinking and he burst out crying. He said, I'm angry at Hashem. I'm, I'm coming to apologize. I'm angry. And for one hour he was crying and expressing tremendous hurt that he has. He said, I know you hide Hashem, but I feel you hide from me more. I don't think it's a level where you're running from me. I get, I think I understand that there's hiding, human being discovers, but I think it's, it's not a level playing field. He started being very upset. After an hour of crying and expressing, he said, you know what? But I also push you away. And he said, Hashamnus, he apologized. He had a rest of Yom Kippur, a Dahoi Yom Kippur. What was his Zaycheh? Because Lufnei Hashem, because the Mitzayos. Why was he zayichet to such a conversation, to such a hargasha, to such an understanding, to such a, such a, a conversation with Hashem? Because the begedir of lufnei Hashem, on a day of lufnei Hashem, a person experiences Hashem, where he's in the Kaddish Kadashim, you experience Hashem more. 
And that's Yom Kippur, a Mitzayos, the Sukkah. The Sukkah is a Mitzayos. The Sukkah is not just like some command. A Sukkah is a Mitzayos. The Svasemis, Bechinas, it has Ha'aras of the Beis HaMikdash. It's a Mitzayos of, of, of being in the presence of Hashem. A Mitzayos. That's changing. That's life changing. To be in the sukkah is an experience. That's life changing. To be in the sukkah, to be a person could deny it. A person could say, "I don't see it." Okay, that's 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 our capacity to deny, to not see, to not experience the opportunity of Tyrus to find out the truths of life. The opportunity of, of a yid is to be taught the truths, to experience it, to feel it, to live it. That's the opportunity of a Yid and a Yid who knows Torah, who's taught the realities. I remember when we used to live in Waterbury, walking to Shul and Rosh Hashanah. Today, living in Blue Ridge, so if I walk Rosh Hashanah, the years I've been here, I don't pass cars driving. In Durham, I go to Shul, no cars driving. When I lived on the other side of town, I passed by cars driving. Remember thinking how fortunate that we're exposed to the truth. The guy is judged also, he just doesn't know. He has no response. He has, he's driving, driving his car. Again, he has no knowledge of a truth, and that's the human capacity. To live in complete blindness to a truth. He's not in any way responding the response of somebody being judged. He doesn't even know. He hasn't even been told. We're fortunate through a Torah, through Hashem's, Hashem, the truths that are completely true, we're told about them and have the capacity to experience them and to live the truths that are there. The fact that we have a developed world of angels I think is very important. This Ruchniyastika world that we're striving to like, to acknowledge, to be in touch with, to live our lives based on a truth that's there, whenever you get there, there's, there's an angel that lives there. That world exists and there's an angel to him. It's like it is the only world he sees and knows about. There's a developed world of angels. They live there. They see it. They live it. They experience it. It's only to the human being who has this struggle. Am I going to acknowledge that world? We have the capacity of running away from that world. Of denying that world. Of making like it ain't so. Of just being completely out of sync with that world. That's the possibility of a human being. And with our choice, we're coming from days that we had tremendous opportunity, a tremendous days that we were to experience it. Literally like somebody being in the Beis HaMikdash, when they had the chance, Lufnei Hashem, where it's much Masham Navad Chabiyera. There it's like easy to live it. It's easy to feel it, to experience. Ten Nisim every day in the Beis HaMikdash. It was a place like Mesogel. You went in there, you felt Hashem. You experienced Hashem. Then the Pasim, I, I said over, over Yantiv, I expressed the verse from the Panavich Rav. The Panavich Rav said amazingly, he said about this Yosef Meshisa. The Medrash says about this Yid, there was a Yid, Yosef Meshisa, he was a Russia. And Yosef Meshisa, this Russia, the, the Goyim said that whoever goes into the Beis HaMikdash, they wanted to get Yid into sin. So they said whoever goes into the Beis HaMikdash and takes a keli out of the Beis HaMikdash, you can keep it. This way the Yid will be mired. The Yid will be mired. They wanted the Yid, the Goyim always want the Yid to denounce Yiddishkeit. 
In the book, To Vanquish a Dragon, a book I read as a youngster, To Vanquish a Dragon, it says that the Nazis, Yemach Shemam, said, they, 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 it's, it writes the story in the book, To Vanquish a Dragon. True stories, a beautiful book. And he writes that the Nazi, Yemach Shemam, said to a Yid, pick up that Torah. And the Yid picked it up. He was a, he was a matter, uh, how from was the Yid's debatable? Yeah, he was the barber, or he was a yid in town. The Nazi Yamashimam said, pick up the Torah. He picked it up. The Nazi said, now throw it on the floor. He held his gun at him. Said, throw it on the floor and, and spit on it. And the yid just started dancing like it was Simcha's Torah with the Torah. He was nifty, he was shot. In front of Bifnei Am Ve'eda, he held the Torah. They described, he was like twirling with the Torah. He started dancing. So the guy always wants the yid to desecrate that which is holy, that which is precious. And the guy said, enter the base Hamidush, you'll keep whatever kale you want. So this Yaisid Meshisa was no tzaddik, goes into the base Hamidush and runs out with the menorah. The Romans said, give us the menorah. You promised it to me. They said, you're way too low to have such a lofty kale. And <clears throat> they took the menorah from the yid. The guy said, okay, go back, we'll let you take a different keli. He's like, I angered my creator once, I'm not going in again. He said, go in. I'm not going to anger my God, I'm not being mired. They said, we'll give you the taxes of the whole Jewish state for one year. We'll hand you the taxes. No. Two years, three years of the taxes, no. And they killed him. They killed Yosef Meshisa. Was Nifter al Kiddush Shemayim. Asked the Panovich Rav, what changed? A minute ago he's willing to run in and run out with the Menorah. Now he gives up his life. He's Nifter al Kiddush Hashem. Not to be Mevayish. Not to desecrate a Kaelin. What happened? Said the Panovich Rav, he walked into the Beis Amigdash. He went in to steal. He went in to do an Avera. But he went in, it changed him. He came out, he was a different man. He was in Rima, he was in the Beis HaMikdash. Such is the power of the Mikdash. And we're coming from days of, of, of holiness, of Kodesh, Yom Kippur, that it says on there, Lufnei Hashem. It's Bechinas, Lufnei Hashem. Asoka, which is Kedusha, Eretz Yisrael. Asoka, which is, is Shem Shemayim, Schal on the Sokka. So we're coming from holy places. And our task for us all, for us human beings, as we travel away and we return to our lives, each of us to our stations, each of us to our jobs, each of us to, our, to, to, the, life that, to, to, the, to the life of winter that we leave with, with all its storms and all its difficulties, all our challenges is at that place to live with the realities that we've experienced, to bring the experience. I picture the Yid who's headed back who's headed back now to Yemei HaChol. Who's headed back now to Yemei HaChol. Perhaps even, it says how beautiful are you footsteps, you child of Avram Avinu Biman Alayim, in your shoes. And it speaks about being Eila Regal, but it says how beautiful are your footsteps in your shoes. And in your shoes is interesting, because when we're Eila Regal and we get to the Harabayas, we don't wear shoes. But perhaps it refers to afterwards. 
When your shoes are back on, you've taken off, your shoes are beautiful, are your footsteps afterwards. The lessons you learned when you were in the Makam HaKadosh, how beautiful are your footsteps afterwards. You bring what? And you live a life where you acknowledge Hashem's the Creator, and your life is an acknowledgement there by our behaviors, by our erluchkeit, by our by all the activities that we do. They're done in a beautiful and refined, and the manner of somebody who's had the experiences we've had. That's the charge for all of us as we exit from Lufnei Hashem. It says the pasuk says Shesulim Beveis Hashem, those that plant roots. In the house of Hashem, even when they're in the chatzer Hashem, they spread out. The sushul salim beveis Hashem, all of us entered lufnei Hashem of Yom Kippur. And the subsequent, in the sukkah of Hashem, the shesulim beveis Hashem, those that put roots, that put strong, strong roots there in those beautiful days of lufnei Hashem, even when they're bechatzel ikenu. We're now bechatzel Hashem, we're now moving forward from there, but still coming from that experience, still energized and, and changed from that experience. Our eyes are open. Our eyes have seen. From that place, in the Chatzar of Hashem, they'll spread out. I want to close, to, I, to some, I apologize, to some, at the Ne'ila Sachag, I shared a story with Rabbi Yisrael Salanter with the Chevra, some that were here, but many of the friends weren't there. I want to share the story of Yisrael Salanter. In our shul, we had this experience. I felt like we had, that the, the, the experience of Rabbi Yisrael's happened in this very room that was studying that was studying Tyrin. And I want to share this with us as we walk forward from the experiences. All, all of us going through, Gabriel, any of us sitting at that Simchas Torah, it's, you don't just walk away. It brought us places, a halal that brought us places. So I want to I wanna share something as follows. Rabbi Yisrael Salanter was dancing with his Talmidim, a very dohaib in a Simchas Torah. It was a magical Simchas Torah. They're dancing and singing. And in the middle, Rabbi Yisrael is not there. He no longer is there. They don't know where Rabbi Yisrael is. One of the, the Talmidim find him somewhere, he's crying. He has a Talmud Chaver who says to Rabbi Yisrael, Rebbe, it's Shmini the vein, you don't cry, what's happening? And he said, in living and thinking about closeness to Hashem, I became aware of some distances between me and Hashem. I became aware, and for that I cry. And he explained it to the Talmud Chaver. He started crying. The Talmud Chaver explained it to the Talmud and they all started crying. And the whole place is crying. Aware of, of parts of them that aren't Shemini Atzeristic. Parts that they're not. And they all start crying. Rabbi Yisrael claps and ends the crying. He says, Rabbi say, we're all crying and in pain for what we don't have. On that alone, the chukka, the desire for it, on that alone, we should make another Simchas Torah. And they burst out dancing and singing Kabir like the first time. On the chukka, for, to get it back, the fact that we want it, the fact that we're sad, we don't have it. We can make a Simchas Torah on that. I was Zaycha on Simchas Torah to hand out the Torah. 
to hand out the Torah, and it was beautiful to see Yin's desire for the Sefer Torah. I was there to take it, to see people's reluctance. How many people said, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I gotta get to the next one. <laughs> it was beautiful. A Yid's excitement to hold the Torah. A Yid's want. You hand somebody the Torah. People say, thank you. Like, so appreciative. People not wanting to part from it. You had it already the last. Abacher was a little bit tipsy. Geshmaka. Uh, somebody else. I want the Torah. It's not fair. I'm like, you had it the last two Okay. So I knew I only had four Torahs, not five to give it out. He had it for two Akakas. <laughs> Go grab a Torah from a Yid. So I saw people who wanted the Torah. Wanted to dance with the Torah. One particular person, I started to pass the Torah to him, and he said, like this, his hand, and two tears rolled down his face. Not he was emotional, two tears, I watched him fall, roll down his face. They said, no. I whispered to him and feel this way that you were. His shame, I feel bad. There's what to work on, that he should understand Shemini Atzeris. But his Kavadat Torah is respect for Torah. I'm not worthy. I'm not, I told him your reluctance to hold the Torah, your honesty, your realness, your, your living the Torah is precious. Am I really worthy? Is why you're going to spend a lifetime holding the Torah. And he whispered back, I know. So he said back, I know. I saw in that Rabbi Yisrael Salanter's Simchas Torah, and that is worthy. And I say to us all, as we move forward from these precious days, these precious days of clarity, a, a, a beautiful of Simcha, the beautiful, the sitting in our sukkahs, the clarity that that brings. We're in Hashem's hands. I was sitting with somebody who had been through things recently, difficult things, and saw him sitting in the sukkah getting emuna. I'm in Hashem's hands. He's taking me places. I saw him presently. He was with, surrounded by Nanani Yaakov, gaining chizuk, singing songs of Amuna, and feeling very, very practically and presently that we're in Hashem's taking me. I'm in good hands. I'm in good hands. I saw Yid Mamish strengthening himself in the sukkah. And I say to us going forward, we leave our sukkahs are taken down. If you haven't taken it down, take it down. It's no longer a mitzvah. And we take down our sukkahs. We take down that it's it, the, you know we, on, on Tisha B'av we contrast b'tzeisim Yerushalayim and b'tzeisim Mitzrayim. And here you sing Gishmak, and here you sing sadly. If anybody wants to like the contrast of building your sukkah and taking down the sukkah, the excitement, the energy of building the sukkah, the taking down the sukkah does not have glory to it. <laughs> You're taking down the sukkah, this Petzaisim Yerushalayim. And in, in this period of taking down the sukkah, in this period of moving on, I want to say that we'll have two possibilities. We will have weeks and months, Bezer Hashem. We will live with the experience, will be nicker on us, the people who had that Yom Kippur, who had that sukkah, who had that halal on, on, on Shmini Atzeris, that halal, will be people who live with that at some times. And at other times, we'll have a tear or two streak down. We'll have moments of sensing, I'm not there and I want to be there. That also, and that is worthy of a Simchas Torah as well. That's a, those are the two possibilities of our days. So I say, let's move forward. Let's, as much as we can, with as much energy as we can, bring forward. Let's live that hollow. Let's live that 
that experience of the sukkah, the times and the ability that we can with our limerat taira, with our. It's interesting. Rav Aryeh Weiss asked Rav Echemayim Wernstein in Eretz Yisrael. He asked him, "I'm leaving the sukkah. Like, give me, give me something. How do you hold on?" So he said, "In every mesechta, the first words are put in a box." And he said, the box is the sukkah. And he said, the sukkah is limerat taira. That's what he told him. <laughs> he said, every, the first word in every mesechta is in a box. And that's how the old shasma are in. He said, that's the sukkah, is, the, is limerat taira. But lemaisa, we should all be zeichet to bring all the, 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 the clarity, the simcha, the amuna that we acquired with us into our lives. And have many, many, many weeks and months living with that clarity, and even and even when we have those moments where we feel like saying, I can't, the simcha, the joy of knowing that we have a place we want to get to, that we have something that's valuable and meaningful, and we shed a tear over that, so that's also worthy of a simcha's tear. And that's the chizek I say going forward. All of us, b'zeich as a chaburah, will start b'ezeh Hashem. From Bereshis, Be'ez HaShem will learn the parashas and live the parashas. We're Zaycha coming up, very already in the second parasha, already Avram Avinu. At the onset, already early in the Torah, is introduced to us. And these parashas are Torah that, that we're Zaycha to learn and study the beginning of the Torah. I do want to say, I don't want to just not say anything on Bereshis. So we're talking Shemiyat says, I want it to be, you won't be happy with it's going to be Chasidish. But I want to share, I want to share a very Hasidic thought, a very Hasidic thought on our jobs of seeing Hashem, of living, of living Shemayim Dik. So I want to say one vert that the Rebbe taught at the beginning of Abrashis. And the Rebbe said that it's Rashi brings that we start safe Abrashis. So Rashi brings that Kayach Maisev Higidla Amai says, Rashi, the Goyim are going to say about the Yid, list them at them. You're thieves. You take Eretz Yisrael from us. You're thieves. And we say Hashem created the world and He gave it to who He wants to give it. The Rebbe taught that Eretz Yisrael is the beginner of making things holy, of using them for the right reasons, of living a, a life of loyalty to Hashem and being Mekadosh. Now, all Divrei Rishos in the world is given to us to make holy. We have a piece of meat, we eat on Shabbos, Kodesh, holy. Kodesh. We have all different, we have a beged, we wear big day Shabbos, holy. So all physical different Rishos, we have the opportunity to make them holy. So where did the Goyim say, list them at them? He said that the Goyim say, list them at them after Tshuva. Tshuva, he said, Adavar Isser, that is not in our Rishos. We can never make the Isurim holy. He said, except when you do tshuva meyava. So then zidonius nasan zchuyos. So that you took something. Devar Isser is not yours, Klal Yisrael. And you even make that holy. He said, on that they say, listamatem, you're ganofen. You took a dover that's that's or that's not in your rishus, and you even turn that into Eretz Yisrael. You even turn that into Kaidish Listamatim. That's how we connected the end of the Torah Shviras Haluches that allows for the Baal Tshuva, like Chazal tell us that Klaisol did the Egel to give room and to teach people the Derech of Tshuva. So he says that's the Goyim on that. Say Listam, and the answer is Hashem made everything. Even things that seem far and distant, even that was created to ultimately turn that into Kaidish. 
Hashem created everything, and everything wants us to turn it into Bechinas Eretz Yisrael. The land that lives with Eini Hashem Lekecha Tamid Ba, a land that lives Begali with Hashem. So Yehi Ratzin should be as well, all of us should be Zaych in our own journeys. Bring holiness there. We were Zaychet like to be in the Sukkah. Now let's, as we return to our houses, as we return to all our stations, let's bring the Kedusha, let's bring the holiness that we were Zaychet a touch. I think about all the Yidin. They, right now the Yidin were walking back. They were on their journeys. People came up to three days travel. So there were people like the, the furthest Yidin were like, by tomorrow morning we'll return home. And they were thinking about on their way as they were making these journeys back home, they were of course thinking about the experience and committing like we're committing today to bring all the valuable lessons of faith that Hashem runs the world, Hashem's guiding us and leading us, bring that into our day-to-day lives.